Hello and welcome back to uh, Mixed Media, where we do uh, topics on video games, music, and movies. Uh, first, we'll uh, start off with news, and then Ben will go into his uh, review of a song. Um, and then everyone will be doing uh, an arguing with Reddit segment, where I'll respond to Reddit takes that he hasn't seen before. And I'll be doing a, my uh, topic on uh, video games. So uh, yeah, before that, we'll introduce ourselves. So uh, I'm Nathan Nestor. I'm a 3D uh, modeler and uh, game developer. I'm hello. I'm Ben Costello. Uh, I'm a flute player and a media composer. Um, oh yeah, and my name is uh, Irving Nestor. I'm a filmmaker and media entrepreneur. I own a company called Ariella, actually. I'm fully repping today, if I can get that in there. There it is. Uh, Ariella. Uh, you can check out my website, ariella.co. And I finally replaced the uh, link at the bottom right there, so it's actually accurate now. So uh, you can go visit us at any link that you desire, any link that you need, whether it's locals or, uh, I don't know, Spotify, whatever. Mixedmediapodcast.com. There you go. <laughs> And uh, I guess uh, the first item on the list, as usual, is uh, well. Actually, first, how's everyone's weeks? How's uh, how's it going? It's been alright. I moved back into college dorm, which is why I'm not uh, at my usual place. I'm currently in a random classroom. Hopefully, nobody walks in at the moment. So, yeah, if, if I relocate, then you know what you know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if your face gets uh, replaced by a Skype logo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool and we're also like on a monday night so that's definitely different <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i i'm i actually i i so far i'm liking the schedule a little bit differently at least for my personal workflow but i don't know what you guys feel about it or what the audience out there feels about it either but uh definitely let us know <laughs> yeah i mean well uh, you know friday right now the old time doesn't work for me because of my my uh, class that i have but um I don't know. This Monday, Monday is fine for me. Um, yeah, yeah. And I guess to answer your question, um, you know, I finished the start of week number two of classes for me. So, you know, getting back and in, back into the school swing of things. Um, I'm definitely taking a lot more uh, intense class load this semester than last semester. So it'll be it'll be challenging. I'm doing. I, I used to think I did a lot of listening, but I've already like mapped out all the listening I want to do this semester. Like, not only you know, p- just like for you know, studying like music as a composition, but also like very specific, like studying particular flute players and stuff. And so, I'm be doing a lot of that this semester. Yeah, uh, for me, I don't think there's much uh, news for my end. Uh, just a lot of bureaucracy for business stuff like usual uh, a lot of transitioning because i'm doing i tr- transitioned to an llc which i think I announced a while ago which was a lot of paperwork and stuff figuring myself out but other than that nothing terribly new i think i had yeah i had this camera last week the a7 4 this awesome camera here so nothing new really on my end <laughs> and just a plug before we go into the news mixedmedia.locals.com it's an awesome place go check out that link uh the link is in the description as well if you want to learn about any perks that you can have for supporting us for what we do here 
Any uh, interesting news then in your guys' respective fields? Is there something on your headphones, or am I seeing that? Oh, yes, yes. I realized that I, I made a, a mistake. So this is this right here. Oh, can I touch it? This is a uh, tracker, a head tracker. Um, I actually I, I'm getting into flight sim stuff, um, and so I need the head tracker to be able to move my uh, pilot's head around naturally um, while I while I play. Um, I printed usually this is velcroed onto my headphones, but uh, I 3D printed like a actual clip for it that I designed for these sets of headphones. And I designed them a little bit off, so this is actually kind of stuck in, so I can't just, like, take it off whenever I want as of now. So I will be going back to the drawing board and re-3D printing uh, a better version. But for now, you're going to see something weird on my head. <laughs> uh, so for me, uh, I, I'll, I'll start. This kind of crosses over with Ben's world, actually. Um, but Encanto has been resurfacing in the uh, discussion of films uh, lately. Uh, one, that's kind of strange to me because the film kind of came out a long time ago, but I think it's the awards season sort of buzz that's sort of resurfacing the film. I don't think that film was actually that talked about it when it was actually in theaters. I think there's actually more talk about it now in awards season than it was when it was actually in theaters. I feel like not that many people uh, uh, talked about it, but I actually saw it in, in, uh, in a uh, Showtime theater. And uh, the news here is that Encanto's uh, Don't Talk About Bruno, uh, the song Don't Talk About Bruno, uh, reached number one on a Billboard chart and is in the Hot 100. Um, I don't, have you listened to any of the music from it, Ben, at all? I have not, but I, I that, yeah, I, that's, that's one of those big pieces of musical news that I think it, um, it's the, it supplanted... Uh, Frozen is the highest charting Disney song like ever, I think. Oh, I did not know that. That's and, pretty I think, insane. I think Let It Go topped out at number four on the charts. Um, wow. So this made it all the way to number one. I had no idea. That's <laughs> that's actually insane. Because I was going to say the music is mostly not to not not to my taste. I think a lot of the music is 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 not very good. <laughs> So I would rather listen to Let It Go than than Don't Talk About Bruno, but uh, maybe that's a hot take. I didn't know it was a hot take. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it's getting a lot of discussion in the um, in the film music world. Uh, I have I, I kind of want to watch the film before I you know judge the music. Um, so you know when I when I watch the film, then then we can we can talk about it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, "Let It Go" isn't the best song in Frozen anyway. So, I, you know, what do these ranking what 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 do these charts actually mean? I don't know. <laughs> I think there's like a catchiness of value. I think that it's really it's really because this is definitely the catchiest song, but it's definitely not the best song in the film for sure. What is it really? I don't know. I, I I'm kind of um, I like I like for for the first time in forever much more, but. Mm. Oh, you're talking about in Frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, so that happened. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get Ben's opinion eventually. Uh, my opinion is that this that movie is kind of just average, and I probably wouldn't remember anything from it if, uh, <laughs> if it weren't getting a words buzz. And I actually have stronger opinions about the storytelling and the writing uh, that really bug me. And I think the music is extremely auto-tune film-filled and just... 
it's like Ben for the main character. It's like Emma Watson levels of auto tune um, for the main character. So it's uh, <laughs> I see <laughs> not very uh, pleasing to me at least. Um, but uh, I don't know. What do I know? I see. The other news is uh, that uh, Rachel Maddow of uh, MSNBC fame is uh, creating her own film. Well, she's not. I'm not sure exactly what creative capacity she's uh, uh, she's got with it. She's going to be uh, executive producer, but she did write a book and a podcast series called Bagman um, about uh, Vice President. Uh, Vice President under uh, Nixon. I can't remember his name for the life of me because uh, I guess that's the that's the that's Nixon the draw. wasn't it Spiro Agnew? Yes, that guy Spiro Agnew, which is a bizarre name. <laughs> he's only remarkable where I'm from because he's like I think he's the only Vice President from Maryland. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, Ben Stiller is coming in to direct it, which. I actually don't know. Is Ben is this Ben Stiller's first directing? And pro- no, it's not. It definitely isn't because he directed um, the film. He directed a film he starred in at least five years ago, maybe probably more. I think it was when we were in high school. Um, he directed a film uh, that he also starred in. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect much from it. Uh, it's just notable because uh, she has one of the more more viewed uh, cable uh, cable news uh segments uh out there uh, and she's taking a few weeks off in order to do it which i guess is a splash of news because i guess her not being on air is is kind of (laughs) incredible to a lot of people i actually bothered to uh i would say torture myself listening to the first podcast episode of of uh, her series on it and uh, it was exactly what I expected, which is a very thinly veiled orange man bad uh, sort of, uh, you know, a- analogy of everything. <laughs> so it was kind of like, OK, yeah, I mean, I guess this is exactly what you think it would be, you know, in terms of uh, the storytelling. So, yeah, that that's interesting news. Oh, yeah. And then I want to say what I'm personally doing. I haven't been watching a lot of uh, individual films because I've been watching this 10-hour uh, series of, uh, I guess they're technically, no, well, they're kind of that weird no-man's land between a short film and a feature film, where each film is an hour long. Um, <laughs> so TV, short film thing, I don't know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> it's been incredible. It's been absolutely incredible experience. It's called Decalogue. It's a Polish film uh, shot in the 90s, um, or actually late eighties, I believe, um, takes place in, uh, late communist Poland. And it's, uh, definitely a time. And I would recommend it to anyone who wants to go on a very moral adventure. <laughs> I would say there's a lot of, uh, 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 exploration of, of, uh, moral themes as you would expect with, uh, uh something called Decalogue. So there you go. All right, I guess I'll go. <laughs> um, so this is interesting. It's like news developing. So I, I was in class before this podcast, and I didn't know this happened. Um, so it's kind of weird because I, I was just, you know, bringing up my news sources and stuff like that um, so I could have a reference for when I'm talking about stuff. And then this, I just saw this. I was like, oh, okay, it's interesting. It just happened. Uh, so the New York Times has acquired a game called Wordle. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, it's been a recent phenomenon um, it's like a word game where it's it's 
it's very simple, but it's it's harder to explain. You just 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 look it up. It's not that hard to. It's like it's like three lines of rules pretty much. But if you see, it, it's a lot easier. Um, it's a word game, you know. And you know, I, I guess this it's sort of like a digital. It's like the new crossword puzzle, right? I have that was in like newspapers and stuff like that. And I guess perhaps I'm guessing the New York Times wants to do a similar sort of thing, but with a, in a digital form, maybe something like that. Uh, Wordle is was created as a uh, is created by some guy who I believe um, wanted to make a game for his girlfriend, essentially, because she likes word games or something like that. And so he made it. Or maybe it's his wife. I don't know. One of the other. <laughs> um, so he made it. Uh, and he published it, I, I, uh, presumably without thinking anything would come of it. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess he got, uh, depending how you look on it, he got lucky. And uh, people really liked it. Um, there are no, as far as I'm aware, there are no ads on the page. I, I have added blockers, so I guess I wouldn't know. But I'm pretty sure there are none. I don't. I'm pretty sure he just doesn't make money off of it. But uh, now, well, presumably, New York Times has paid him <laughs> something. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not really sure if there'll be any more mon- monetization past that. What New York Times plans to do? As I said, like I literally just found out about this, so I don't know. Maybe it's in the article I'm looking at right now, but uh, I'm not gonna go read it right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, aside from that, game of the year of uh, 2021 uh, was uh, It Takes Two, which is not news. The news is that they're making a uh, film adaptation of the game. Uh, the game is a story-driven game, as far as I'm aware. And what I thought was funny is that one of the one of the comments on Reddit says, "What happens if the film gets nominated for an Oscar?" Now, I mean, that's that's not there's nothing weird about a game film being nominated for the Oscar, but it's funny because the uh, the creator of the game. During the video game awards, said f the Oscars in the middle of the in the middle of the show two times. Woot, woot. Uh, one one foot in twenty twenty one when he won, and then the year before he was talking about something and he was uh, he was uh, on stage and uh, he said that. Um, so that'd be uh, funny if he had to uh, if he got an Oscar and had to actually go up there and accept an award for uh, an event that he you know <laughs> said that about. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, Do you say that because he wasn't nominated before? Is that the reason why or? No, no, he's a he's a game developer. I believe it's be his first movie, essentially. So oh, he's I just saying he the video games awards is better than the Oscars. Is what he's saying. Oh, uh, okay, That's gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I think um, they both have uh, room to be uh, to to grow. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe the Oscars more so, <laughs> uh, especially given their uh, their you know the time they've had to to figure it out. But uh, it seems they're going backwards or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, and then the biggest news is that uh, Bungie has been acquired or is going to be acquired by Sony, most likely. Uh, Bungie is uh, the the creators of Halo. Um, so if you don't know the history, Bungie created Halo, Microsoft, uh, then bought them, then they became independent, uh, and then I think they're bought by oh they're bought by Sony, right? So uh, it's the the new the recent. Thing now is 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 consolidating, I guess, in the video industry. Which okay, I remember I was talking to a friend. I was like, okay, who's next to be you know to be eaten essentially, right, by a big company? And for some reason, we just didn't think about Sony, which is like, I think the obvious choice given that they're a direct competitor to Microsoft, you know, PlayStation versus Xbox kind of thing. I believe Sony's Sony's gaming industry is what they make most of the revenue, uh, despite doing a billion other things. Um, so yeah, it makes sense that something like this would happen. Um, Oh, uh, to be clear, Halo is no longer a Bungie thing. So that would be kind of whack, wild if uh, you know, Halo is often associated with the Xbox and Microsoft in general. So, you know, it's, it's um, 
I don't even know what you call this. I feel like it's definitely a calculated move to pick the, the company that made Halo, uh, given that, you know, Bungie was sort of like uh, made, essentially made Microsoft's gaming brand pretty much, uh, you know, with Halo. I feel um, like this is uh, shots and, fired uh, in return for Microsoft trying to buy, uh, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, Activision uh, Blizzard. What was it? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Oh, uh, Bungie also, what's the other... Uh, What's the thing that they, um, it's a big game. I can't, oh, Destiny, that's what it is. Yeah, they currently own Destiny. So that, that's the current big, uh, big thing, big project. And um, yeah, that's, uh, that is pretty much all the news I have, I think. Nice. Yeah, and in music, um, other than, uh, you know, Frozen being knocked off as the top Disney song of all time, as, as Irving already mentioned, the other big thing is the, uh, you know, the potential, you know, issues with with Spotify um, over Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan show. I, don't, I can't remember what it's called. I don't really know much about that exactly, but clearly, or is it the Joe Rogan experience? Is that what it's called? I think so. I think that's um, right. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right to me, but. Again, I don't really know much about what that is itself, but there are some issues with it, and you know, COVID potential misinformation. Again, I, I don't, I don't, don't know much about that, but a number of artists have taken issue with the fact that uh, this is allowed to, you know, not only allowed to be on Spotify, but Spotify is paying Joe Rogan as you know, an official like Spotify podcaster. So uh, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, amongst uh, other artists, those are probably the biggest two. And I think Neil Young is kind of the guy who started this, uh, have pulled their music from Spotify um, in protest of this. You know, until Joe Rogan goes, your, our music won't be on your service. As of at least yesterday, I don't know what the market is done today, but the, the global shares Spotify were down $2 billion yesterday. Pretty pretty catastrophic for them. Um, I know the CEO Daniel Eck came out. Bald headed evil earlier. man. What? Bald headed evil evil man. Yeah. So he I saw um, a picture of him at the same exact time. You said that because looking at their stock and his picture showed up. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I can confirm. Yeah. So he yeah. yeah. So he came out and said like yeah you know you're right we haven't been too transparent but don't worry we've gotten rid of all sorts of content but we have to walk this fine line between like allowing you know freedom of expression and not you know not having content that harms people he's trying to repair repair damage right by publishing um their their internal standards and at least i saw somewhere that joe rogan has decided that he will in response will like try to be more you know offer differing opinions on vaccines i don't know Said I believe he, he made a he made a, a post on Instagram, um, and he essentially he said um, that uh, he was just saying like that he he has people. I think I think what he's trying to say is that he doesn't often make a stance on anything. He just has people on his show who make stances, and they all have varying backgrounds and opinions and stuff like that. Yeah, somehow I I feel like this controversy is not it's going to going to blow up further before it before it dies down. Um, I know that you know some, some people have been talking to about the fact that there are other artists who would like to do this, except from 
going back to the news that I, I had um, a couple weeks ago, a couple of shows ago about, you know, some big name artists selling their catalogs, right? They don't have the right to do it anymore. They can't even own the music, so they can't pull it. So that's an interesting uh, development of that. As of now, the Spotify stock is, well, it is up from yesterday, but that's it was only one day, essentially. It went up pretty significantly, but obviously one day is not going to not gonna fix uh, what, what happened. So I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think I think when you, the article that you posted, it was like 25%, if I remember, which... Yeah, I looked sounded... at the stock and I was like, this doesn't look like 25%. I don't know if maybe I don't, yeah. I don't know how to read these things correctly. So maybe I just don't know. But it might be a I different... was like, this doesn't look like it was uh, 25%. <laughs> yeah, no. It, yeah, that, that sounded wrong off the bat. But then I was like, at this market, it's so volatile. I'm sure part of that is the volatility of the market. And the other part is, uh, yeah, definitely reaction to the news. But it'll just come back up. It's the nature of today's market. <laughs> I guess we'll go on to the next segment. <laughs> I guess that's pretty much it for our new segment. So if you're listening in post and we've cut this uh, down here, got to check out our other segments. We'll be talking about today a indie composer's work. I think it's called A Misty Blue Planet, if I remember correctly. And then we'll be doing some hot takes on uh, some Reddit posts. And uh, Nathan will be discussing uh, his progress with his uh, predictions. Uh, if I got that right. I'm correct, right? <laughs> Nathan. I'll be talking about my predictions. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Not, not. I didn't mean they didn't. Uh, like, the for this week essentially. I decided I put. I changed the topic on the on the sheet. I don't know if you saw, but it's from like uh, from you know this coming week is when the games release. I picked my games in the portfolio. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Maybe I didn't notice. Cool. All right. So we're uh, gonna go into our first set. Y'all think too small, I got big dreams You just starting, I'm way ahead at the end scenes Started reading and dodging all of the quick schemes Money like your Spotify, boy, I got 10 streams And I'm still looking for more My people, they got a sore, I'm putting that on the Lord Ain't accepting, ignore, just kicking down all the doors Guarantee you, boy, if I ask for it, it's gotta be real big I gotta make it just for my kids And for their kids, it's kids, that's wealth years and years 